Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Convergence Book 3, Chapters 30 through 32. Well, we got our answer, Leonard. Apparently, Kaz <laughs> walks away from it. I mean, he's blind and Duke turns into a guide dog. But hey, man, he walks away from it. So I guess sort of our theories were a bit wrong on this one. Way wrong. But way wrong. <laughs> way. We're talking about like we hit and miss, we swing and miss in this one. We literally swing and miss this one. But the highlight, in my opinion, in this, in this, in this, in the last three chapters was, drum roll, please. Annie! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, the drama was Annie calls him directly and then he hangs up on her. I love that part. Yeah, it's like, oh. who the hell is this? Annie is like, you know what? You're the one that's wrong in this world right now. <laughs> He's like, she's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta abandon them. You gotta leave all of them. He's like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, you don't hang talk up. to me. Like, 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 hang up. You don't, you, you always tell me what to do. Hang up. Yeah. Like, that was like, Whoa, that was really good. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, if I'm him, I'd be like, I don't care if you give me the million dollars. I'm still going to hang up. Bye. <laughs> I, I, I was sort of conflicted, but then I thought, I completely agree with him. I, I can't. I mean, I mean, she, I mean, when, when I read the line, it's like, hi, this is Annie. I'm like, yeah. And then they have a quick conversation. He hangs up and I go, hmm. I agree with you, Kaz. I'm like totally on your side. You're but like, here's the thing: what <laughs> is like, she going to do to Kaz when he hangs up? Nothing. Let's move on here. You know, it's like, like for him hanging out, hanging, hanging the phone from Annie, and tells me this: Kaz don't care about her. Period. Don't care. Do not care. Heard his job now after all this fiasco with the. Uh, with the BMW and the uh, the order that he just killed, literally killed and like cut in half, and uh, used too much magic. Now he's blind again. Uh, his job now is to go back find his team. Pop. Period. I, I really, That's his know, job. You know when when he was blind and he's like going through the swamp with Duke and they you know of course he has all the magical creatures. That's kind of awesome. But when he's going through the swamp, I'm thinking. He's on a back road. He's on whatever. How is he going to find somebody to drive him or take him? And then he finds a tow truck. And my only question was, why is a tow truck on a back road in some rural area just sitting there eating a sandwich on the side of the road? I mean, it was a bit odd to me, but I'll take it. But they did explain explain why he was there, though. They did explain why the tow truck is there because there was an emergency happening because of the flood. He's about to go home, but he decides, you know what? I'm just going to stay out here and see what else I can find, right? So that's understandable there. But at the same time, I'm like, like like you, how, how is Cass going to deal with this tow truck guy, right? And his explanation is this. he's blind. He, he's yeah. blind because he used too much magic. Yeah. And, and Duke is guiding him like a guide dog. He's walking him through, and Duke's complaining, and... And Azib is, of course, complaining. Yeah. Of course, because it's Azib. Right? The whole thing is not because he's blind. The whole thing is because Mr. Boots decides to jump on top of the guy and start talking. What if you're Kaz and your cat, you told a cat that you have told you told him not to say anything and start talking to a stranger? What would what what's gonna be your explanation why you have a talking cat? Right. Actually, I, I totally, I totally would have used his explanation. I and what is that explanation? Totally Tell me, Derek. What is that explanation? 
that the that the thirty pound cat is an AI robot. <laughs> and the and the reason why is if you say magic, everyone's gonna question it. But as soon as you say it's a government experiment, everyone will everyone will just say, yeah, that makes everyone sense. Just believes it, but it, it's it's kind of the way it goes, right? But I did like um, I did like Boots' reaction uh, in doing that, and there was a, you know it, it's sort of funny that. After that moment with Annie, I kind of wondered how is he going to continue on. But then we got, of course, as we always do, the nice comedy bit with how Kaz can't see. And now after we get the guy out of the truck, how's Kaz going to drive? <laughs> and I know you love this part. Yes. Yes. So he has Duke with the pedals, Boots steering the car, Azid is used and is considered his eyesight. Right, and they uh, no, 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 no. You get it wrong. Azib is looking for landmarks. Landmarks, and he yes, has yes. to look at the dials, and yes. he's complaining incessantly about this, which I thought was was very. It's Azib. hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's to be honest with you, that portion, that first chapter, chapter thirty, and just that chapter alone, with those four people, with those four characters, is gold. Like it felt like it was back at the beginning of of book one. You know. It, it was great. It, it was it was good writing. It was great writing, and I mean the comedy was great. Uh, even uh, Kaz blacks out at one point, and there's like the mirror is misty on the side, and he's like, uh, <laughs> "What happened when I was out?" And Boots is like, "It's not a problem. I got don't worry about it. It's fine. It's all <laughs> don't good. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It is what it is." <laughs> so it it was really really nice that that's actually happening. But the the key is this though: when they got to the house. Because remember, they actually mentioned it several times that that the order already compromised the uh, the uh, the communication of Sirtis. When when well, no 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 no. Let's go back. Let's step back here. Let's talk about the phone conversation with Annie. Yes, because I was going to yeah. Kaz is like, "Yo, lady, um, you keep your communications keep on getting hacked. This is unacceptable, and it's part of the reason you hang hung up on it, right? Yeah." And it, it's, I, I totally agree with him. But when when he makes the decision to go back and save the team, he's not doing that based on uh, Annie's instruction. It's actually defying her instruction for the fact that he's going to go back and try to save them. Because she's like, oh, just leave them. They'll be fine or whatever. They might die. It's no biggie. <laughs> <laughs> not the best way to start a relationship with a, with a wizard there <laughs> and uh when when they got to the uh to the house and uh, he sent azid to scope out the place to see what's happening right and he report back uh, there's a van there with lots of guns in the back and there's people around it and uh Cass asked him can you see inside the house like no it's too far that's understandable because we established that he can't go farther than a kilometer so it's fine so that's understandable there so now he has to start making plans how to disable the van in the same time uh rescue his friends right so this is when the funny bit starts again he he originally the original plan was for him to drive the van and jump out when he get, when he hits it but with his situation of not seeing properly, Boots offered to do the work. And this is the first time you see Boots saying, hey, I got to pull my weight in this one. I'm going to pull my weight big time. 
right? So he uh, told Cash to put something in the gas pedal. I saw this in TV. I'll drive and I'll run out. I'll jump out as soon as it gets closer, right? And congratulations, Boots. And he did it. He drove that uh, that tow truck right into the van, crippled it, and um, yeah, and he literally disabled the, the two people there and rescued well, it's, Mike, it's, Isabel, it's, it's Carson, Giselle. Yeah, he did. And, and I mean, the funny thing is about that van situation is, you know, it describes it as, you know, Kaz and Mr. Boots are going down the hill together and they're putting up speed and Boots is like, get out get out so kez jumps out and the car is going down faster and faster because he put some weight on the pedal and then there's another bad guy out in the woods and he's like gonna go shoot boots and azeeb comes up and stabs him in the eye or or (laughs) something and then and then all the the poor guy gets up and he's gonna shoot again just as the truck's gonna smash in the van and then mr boots jumps out of the whistle all he sees is this furball coming at his (laughs) face Like, like any cat owner knows what that's all about. Oh you know? yes, it, it, but, it's you know, it, it's one of those things that it made their like it, it shows that their relationship, all four of them, just just four or just the magical creature and cat's relationship is it grew. It it became a point that it 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 was nice to see the their relation comes out from from the pages because before it was like a love hate relationship but now it is this 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 amazing relationship and they trust each other right they always trust each other in the beginning but this one actually showed it right and it was nice i think i think it actually goes back to your point before where kaz can operate as a group without the other guys and you had said in the last episode that you're like oh they're going to take the money and run and then the objection was always like, well, they could they do it on their own? I think this this answers that question. They yeah, they could do it on their own, you know, if you really needed to. It's a little messy, but they can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a lot messy. I mean, how many serious agents died in the last two chapters? Like six of them, or something? <laughs> a lot, of, a lot <laughs> like more them dying than uh, than uh, them getting the. Uh, uh, yeah, like the Surtis guys are surviving. The Order guys are the problematic one now. So, okay, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about uh, after the um, the fiasco of uh, Boots uh, being a big hairball and uh, disabling the guy there when uh, when they when Mike, Isabel, Macarius, and Giselle heard a big crush crunch in kaboom outside. They ran out, right? They ran out and was like, what's going on? They're like, no clue what's happening. And and literally Kaz has to say, it's like, yeah, this guy's the order. They're jamming your signal. Your communication is uh is been compromised again. And uh, he, <laughs> yeah, he he made again. a point. He yeah. made a point. He literally made a point why the order is winning. It's winning this fight because the order has more they're more organized than Certus. Right. Uh, I, I don't necessarily. I mean, I mean, we get answers as to why the quote-unquote communications were compromised, but at the same time, Kaz's argument is still the same. Hey, this is a matter of my life because these people are looking for me. They don't really care about anyone else besides him. So her failures directly impact his life, and he's trusting someone. He's never met and has only spoken on the phone to for a few seconds and then hung up on her. So it's like, like, forget you, hang up. It was awesome. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So they, uh, so Kaz told Mike, uh, the, the code to get out 
So making it official. So they bugged out. They they picked up everything and left and went back to the Finger Lakes, I believe. Um, they when they got there, they actually had a serious conversation. Why Isabel and Mike is doing this? Why did they join Certus? Uh, and she and he talked to Annie on top of that too. So he he told everything. He told Mike and Isabel exactly what happened, right? And for, for full disclosure, he told them everything. Right and and the question actually came up from cast to both of them, especially Mike. Why did you join Certus? Right, and they had a, an amazing heart to heart talk regarding his religion, his relationship, his his what he did in the past, what was he doing before uh, before his past regarding before 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 Certus when he was in the army and where he was uh, stationed and all that stuff. So he, so we knew. Mike's history, it's somewhat history, a very vague history for the uh, in this book. It literally in just in this book itself, right? And 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 the last three chapters of his book, it came out even more. It it came out in the saying that uh, he 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 was a little bit more open, right? Because they he, they're already talking all that stuff. They were they're uh, quote unquote buddies, right? But not really. But um, they. But in this conversation, it just came out. It was a nice conversation. It was a great conversation of, of who he is, why is he doing this, what he was doing in the, in the past, like like pre, uh, past, present, future type conversation. It was very, very nice. But he hasn't had that conversation with Isabel yet, right? And I'm hoping that he has that conversation again in the next book. Well, uh, the context of the conversation was, I know why I do this. I'm a wizard. But why do you do it? And his answer was interesting. He he had been in the army, of course. We already knew that for both of them. But the reasons for joining Sirtis, uh, the real question was, are, are they in their own order? And, uh, like the order has their order, their their group. But Sirtis is is it another religious order or is it something else? And Mike sort of gives us a clue to that in the sense that he he loses his family. He was on deployment. He loses his family. He gets into a really bad place where for like an entire year where he's feeling lost and he needs a purpose. And then all of a sudden he gets a visit from, uh, is it the Archangel? Michael. 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 Yes. I wanted to get that right. Michael. And, And that's actually where it ends. And we don't get any additional information. And I'm hoping that we can get flesh that out a little bit more in the next book because the order are there we think because they're part of a family mm-hmm. not necessarily the context of a religious order there's a, a big strong uh, powerful family powerful family but is Sirtis based around the recruitment process of having religious faith and if Mike's experience of seeing the, the, the Gabriel or Michael is that what, what what's he feel like is it like i felt him i heard him i saw him like we don't know right oh we, uh, but we, think, we don't know think, yeah, yeah yeah you're right we don't know well, well and I, I didn't really expect the book to go in that direction i really didn't i expected Same here. I, we, I expected him to him to say i was at a low point i didn't have a purpose and annie showed up and gave me that purpose i, I kind of expected that when i was reading it. and then they went sort of the religious route and went the i saw a vision and i'm like oh that's, that's yeah interesting it, it, i think originally it was it was it was 
we knew going into it that uh, they already mentioned that the, the Knights Templar, the Crusades, and all that stuff. So we knew that going into this, right? But we didn't know the in, the the intents of this. Like again, we only heard Mike's point of view on this. We don't. We haven't heard anything back from from Isabel. Um, the the proper organization. We don't have the organizational chart for Certus. We only know that Mike Isabel reports to Annie. Regarding Mike's decision to join Certus was completely different than we thought it would be, right? We didn't realize his, he was going very he's going very in the religion is very spiritual side of of Mike. Right, and that's actually kind of interesting because after going after reading those chapters, I started thinking in my head that, okay, if they're using the Knights Templar as a base of Certus or even the Order, let's just say both, right, and it, it became a, a splitting organization between Certus and or and and the Order. If it's basing on the Knights Templar, it makes sense that that Mike could be uh could. Could possibly uh, possible to see uh, of uh, of of say Mike, right? And that that makes a lot of sense if you continue this progression of storytelling. But in the same time too, there's a good chance that Isabel could be completely the opposite on this, right? We yeah, already... I, I think I think she might actually still have family. I think there was a suggestion made in one of the books, maybe the last one or something, that she might have a family somewhere. And so you're right. Maybe her motivation is the protection of her family from the convergence, just sort of like a lot of people's would be, right? So you're right. I, I do think that their motivations might be completely different. Yeah, but at the same time too, though you have to you have to look at this in this in this different look uh, point of view as well too. That that it's uh, uh, Marcarius and Giselle originally from the. Literally, just before, just after the Crusades, right? And, and if they're if their mistress, mistress and their and and whoever their wizard brought them to the future, right? And to find this wizard, there's a good chance that the the we'll find out more regarding their history going well, forward. Well, I mean, I, I think I, the good news is that that when Kaz has a conver- uh, has a, his second conversation with Annie, which is a little more productive. Uh, you know, he challenges her a lot, which I really like. Uh, but the one of the pieces of information we get is that they do have some wizarding books or some information, ancient knowledge, whatever you want to call it, that he can be taught with or understand about. And the switch that really I wasn't expecting, uh, which is that Annie's like, hey, they think you're in North America. Come over here to France and I'll tell you all the secrets. And I didn't really, I didn't really see that that plot point coming. It sort of makes sense where he's like, "Are we going to go into the lion's den?" And that's where they're most powerful. But she's like, "Well, they're not going to expect it, so why not?" Right? Why not? Exactly, exactly. And same time too. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that uh, that we'll see more on this one because he, Annie did mention as well too that that don't expect a lot, don't expect a lot when you come here. Information-wise. Well, I, I mean, they talked about Anakin, and, and I think Kaz's argument is, I want transparency. I want the information that you have because your whole purpose seems to be about finding me. And her argument back is, well, 
Anakin was a problem and we're concerned about it. So there's this this fight against the two of them. But I, I'm thinking probably that that's going to go away with the direction that he's he's putting the books in next where they're going to be in France. And I, I actually I like I like the idea of it. I'm just wondering what is he going to flush out and, and how much are we going to learn about Annie? And I wonder if that's going to be part of uh, how they're going to develop the story moving forward. Because the Order is the main, I guess, I guess they're, they've been weakened them since the, even through chapter 29. They blew up the warehouse. They blew up the art. They've been weakened. So what's their next move is going to be the big question. And the way the, the book ended with Mike talking about having his vision, it was an interesting way to end it. I, I went, okay, are, is he doing this because he's making this into a sort of into a more religious organization than the order? And that was sort of where my head was at at the end of it. But what did you think about Annie's conversation? With him? Well, the Annie's conversation was kind of interesting. There's one thing that you actually you mentioned that uh, – uh, that they both actually the book mentioned that Anakin read the books. That was the key there. That was the key sentence that uh, Annie said to Kaz that that when Kaz asked him, "I need more information. I want to see the books. I want to see. I want to see everything." And Annie said the same. It said it's like Annie did the same thing too. And uh, Anakin did the same thing. He read the books and all that stuff, and he became Darth Vader. Right, that's the best way to describe it. He just became. He moved into the dark side. Right and and I think the hesitation from Annie providing that information we knew already that it's been mentioned several times regarding Anakin, and this one cements it to cast that we want to give you everything, but we're afraid that if you read all this, you'll be the next one. I, I think it's a legitimate concern because they've actually gone through that before, and I think of anything that Annie said, it's a legitimate concern. Because we don't know how that ended. Did Anakin go over whatever, or did he go over? Did he go with the order, or did they have to kill him in some dramatic battle? Or like Mike and Isabel are like, oh, dude, we cannot talk about that the entire book. I mean, <laughs> well, any since they've met him actually. But I, I agree. Uh, what's going to come for the next book is going to be something that you and I are really interested in and we're going to have a, uh, a full review, a wrap-up of the final book and uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you for opening the book with us today. Subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email at yourbookmarksinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Join us again right here where you left off.